we're going to go through a little bit. You grew up in the New York projects. You know, at the time, um, I can't imagine this now, but your four-bedroom apartment was $97. But it was 10 of y'all. And at one point... No, yeah, my parents slept in separate bedrooms. The nerve of them Negroes <laughs> to not share a bed. And then so we had basically two bedrooms, one for the boys, one for the girls, and um, a bunch of bunk beds, and it looked like a modern-day slave ship. <laughs> okay, I have to be serious on this interview. Wow. There was, there was even at one point there was like three grandchildren there, right? Yeah, with Chante, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig and Damien, and me and Sean used to sleep with Craig, and we didn't have no pillows because we was poor, so we used Craig as a pillow. <laughs> why? Why? You said, that's correct. He'll tell you. You said in one of your interviews, which I thought was so interesting, you said your mother was one of the funniest people on the planet. You said she, my mother was the funniest person on the planet. I think that's so true. I think we don't realize how funny our parents are, but not only that, but regular people, comedians are funny, but regular people, especially New Yorkers, man, they're just so real. I think the best comedy are the realest people that mm-hmm. just have a, a funny per- perception about everything. My mother left about everything. Our situation, our financial situation, my father's feet, her relationship, all our kids. My mom always had a joke, and that's where you we said, get it from. You said she was with your father for 60 years, and she never she cussed him out and never told the same joke twice. No, yeah, rarely. Unless it was a callback. This one was brilliant. Yeah. And I think I think people don't understand that. They 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 understand the funny and the comedy that comes from your siblings, but they don't understand that y'all got that from watching Masters in your own home. My mama was she was it. Greatest entertainer. My mother was everything. Yeah. I miss her. I think the world misses her. The world don't feel the same without her. I don't know how my daddy got it. He must have some <laughs> wild game. <laughs> This game was through the roof. (laughs) I think my mom and Kobe, I think Mm -hmm. they left around the same time. They just changed the world. Yeah. Two greats. Yeah. Together laughing and and, and displaying excellence. Let's talk a little bit about the improv because I do a lot of research for my interviews. And it seems like Keenan's very first show was his first gig gig was at the improv. Do, yeah, he used it, to be a bodyguard at the yeah. improv, like the doorman. And then he, his first time doing stand-up was the improv. And it's weird that that I play improvs all around the country. And yeah. just to know that my brother got his start there in Hell's Kitchen and the one in L.A. It's just like, you know, I never thought about it till just now. You got deep on me. I, I'm trying. I, I do my research now. Cause we don't get you into nosy as hell. Ooh, you nosy. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you. Okay, we have all the brothers on the couch, and you're playing uh, "Make Me Laugh or Die." Is that is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. So, who was the funniest? Who would make everybody laugh? All of us was funny. Mm-hmm. Even as a all... child. Even as a child, we were all funny. The only one that wasn't funny, he was probably the funniest one. But not on purpose. He was just crazy. 
he was funny, my brother Dwayne. But all of us, my sister Nadia was hilarious. Elvira, Devon, mm-hmm. like all, we're all funny. It's just our, it's in our DNA. Can I just say something? I don't, I don't think be, because everybody doesn't know all this, don't know all the siblings. I don't understand why people don't talk about Kim. Kim is hilarious. Like she's full body. She just Kim is not just hilarious. Kim is probably one of the best writers in my family. She's mm-hmm. probably the most multi talented in my family. Kim could sing. She could do musical theater. Mm-hmm. She does one woman shows. Like Kim is brilliant. I just Kim think is. That Kim sometimes. Um, I think in these next years, she'll do more. Mm. I think that this industry has a way of beating you down. And it doesn't have a way of really uplifting Black women the way it should. Like We just now seeing more Black women do more and, and, and own their careers. I think it's hard being coming up with all our brothers, you know, and trying to, you know, find your way. But I think, you know, in these next years, I think y'all gonna see the best of Kim. There's a lot to a lot to a lot to do, and uh, you know, I'm I'm getting to that place where, you know, as uh, as I'm finding avenues and ways, and I'm growing, and so I know I'm gonna afford the opportunity to people that I think are great. My sister to me is, you know, she's Lucille Ball, <laughs> and your niece. Come on, your niece. My niece is brilliant and growing at a rapid pace and you know i think her abiding truth is in her perspective of herself and her her life and whatever pain she's been through um is translating now on stage it takes you about 10 20 years to really understand what it is to be a great comedian and i think she's really tapping into to that place i think we're we're both tapping in together. I just thought well, I've think- been doing stand up 12 years. She was like the, the senior stand up. She was like, you know, my big brother. What I think is interesting about your family is something that you said in an interview. You said that even though you were the baby, it required you to step up. And part of that was Keenan's like comedy boot camp that he put you in. You and your brother through. He would sit you down in front of the television. You guys would have to watch movies, correct? And tell him why yep. it was funny. Yep. It's the 80s. We'd go out and uh, he wouldn't even have drawers on. He just put his <laughs> white, tight ass pants on. He knew he was getting some ass. And go <laughs> oh to a club and come back with a pretty girl. And, you know, he'd give us these movies before he left. Kentucky Fried Movie, Airplane, uh, all these movies. We'd sit down and We'd watch him and we come back and be like, okay, what was funny about that? <laughs> we tell him. And then before you go into bed, he go, okay, well, I want you to think about how you would make it funnier. Okay. Wow. As kids. As kids. So the, the standard know. was the standard. Your age didn't matter. The standard was the standard. Mm-hmm. But my kids is doing it. My son and my daughter, you know, Sean's kids, they all went to film school and they're going to be something different. Like they're, they're going to be my son. I don't know. He crazy. He playing. He love horror movies. This, this little dude be playing the shining soundtrack in his mama's car. I'm like, I feel like death is chasing us. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to, you know, he's going to be a different filmmaker. He loves movies like Oppenheimer. 
And I don't yeah. want him to be me. I want my son to be him. So my goal is to hopefully one day win an Oscar in a movie that you direct. Oh, yes. And you know what? Because he's he's a different generation, because he has access to technology, he has access to all these things that we didn't have access to coming up. That is actually a real legitimate possibility. I think Absolutely. I think kids of this generation don't understand how good they have it. They just don't. I don't. I don't. And they don't need to. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they, they the world should meet them where they're at because they should have a different floor. Because they have a higher ceiling. And, yeah, that's true. You know, the world is theirs. And I I was fortunate to have my brothers ease my life and my journey. And they're fortunate to have me to mm -hmm. ease their journey. These they went to private school, they went to great colleges and not have no debt. You know what I mean? Like that they just worry, worry free. And that's more time and more more space you have for creativity and i think the least amount of pain you can really explore like the joy that innocent eyes can gift the world i think to the closer you connected to being a child and your childhood and your that special place to create from it doesn't always have to involve pain i think it I it, it involves freedom and I think they can be a lot more free because they could dream without any walls and no ceilings. I agree. You know, my daughter said something to me one day. She was like, Mommy, so you got sad. a daughter, girl. You're 15. I what do. you talking about your daughter? I I have twin toddlers too. I am you, 44. You I'm look 44. great. Thank you. So she said, Mommy, it's so sad. And I was like, What's so sad? She was like, That Simba married his sister. And I was mm. like, what what do you mean, baby? She was like, there's only one boy lion. She was four. I had never noticed that in The Lion King. Never. Wow. Because I, I just never noticed it. And I, I think you're right. The way kids of just this generation. That's the Lion King up for me. I know, right? I'm like, and, don't leave your sister alone. <laughs> right. So because they view things through a different lens, like you said, they have a different floor. So they have a different ceiling. Right. I put my children in a position to not have to struggle. We grew up in the hood, you know, and I think I think just having that perspective of watching your family do the family business gives them that's comedy go right there. Yeah. I was watching you talk about the first time you saw Keenan on, on a black and white television with the fork watching him on Johnny Carson and he got that wave. Take me back to that moment. What did that feel like? Because we all know growing up watching the Carson show, we knew what that wave meant. When he that called him over, over to, to the couch. couch. Yeah. That was That's for NBC to let them know this guy is special and you should put him under a deal. That's mm -hmm. how powerful Johnny Carson was. When he called you over to the couch, that meant, hey, NBC, put him on a holding deal. Start developing for him. This guy yeah, is special. Your families wave people over to the couch. I mean, think we, about, we have, yeah, you know, y'all. You know, it's so beautiful. It's like everything that everybody has seen about my family, right? It's just beginning. Mm -hmm. Right. All we did was learn for 30 years, 40 years, of 50 years of education. And now, to me, these next 50 years are the most important. 
because we understand the industry and now it's time to build it, build an industry. Especially yeah. nowadays, nobody's doing comedy. Nobody knows how. It's rare people that really know how to execute comedy story. The world misses joy. And so my focus right now is comedy. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm doing a special every year if I can, because I don't want to do the same material. I'll need to I'll need tour material for two, three years to get it great. No, nope, I write scripts. It takes me three or four months, maybe sometimes six to write a script. It takes me less than that to learn a script. Mm-hmm. And it takes me, you know, it takes me a few weeks to film a script. So I look at stand up like like a movie. And I'm on I'm on tour for a year, and I'm gonna put put I'm gonna do a special and drop it. It's gonna be dope because yep. I understand I, structure, I understand story, I understand character. I know like I, it's I'm I'm becoming a beast, and I don't know if I, I feel it, and I wouldn't say it until I felt that I would never. I'm a very humble man, but there comes a time where you you know where you become confident your skill set you know what i mean like when you go no i'm i'm getting really great at this i'm feeling that i'm gonna be honest with you i saw you and all your brothers here in milwaukee at potawatomi and you ripped the name it was hilarious <laughs> but seeing but seeing all of y'all together it was like watching the i i wrote this down the royal family of comedy it was yeah. like watching because I know what y'all have done. I know all of the work. I know all of the people y'all have put on. Without your family, I wouldn't know David Allen Greer, Jim Carrey, at the behest of Damon, Tommy Davidson, and to a certain extent, Kim Coles. Because I I, I wasn't, you know, in the comedy Y'all circuit. wouldn't know Jennifer Lopez. We wouldn't know J-Lo, right? They wouldn't know and, Carrie and Naka. And, and, and just even the work that was done behind the scenes, having Tisha and... and, 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 and the, Y'all and, wouldn't um, know Anna Ferris. Yes, Anna, like, you because you... About in Living Color, right? If yeah. you look at... Look at Don't Be a Menace. Y'all wouldn't know Bernie oh Mac. You wouldn't know... What's the name? Phase on Love. You wouldn't know... We put so many people in that movie, and if you look at Scary Movie and... White chicks, you want to know Terry Terry Crews like Ooh, that? Like yes, we, we've been y'all waved so I, many people over to the couch. Like the reality is, the Wayne's family is like I said, it's it's comedy, the comedy royal family, but it's so much more beyond that. Y'all created your own genres of sketch shows, of films, and and what you do when y'all all are all on the stage together. It's hard to compare your stand up to Sean's, to Damon's, because y'all all are so different. Different, yeah. And, and it's like, okay, he was the funniest. And the next person comes on, it's like, oh shit, he was funny. Oh my God, he was the funny. And then, and then when you think about it, you're the baby. Yeah. You're the baby. I would think about that tour, and I think the people that got to see that tour, man, I wish I was the audience member, right? If right, only you my said crazy, that. crazy brothers <laughs> would have kept doing it. It was like the best tour ever. We got five stand ovations every night. I would yeah. get a stand ovation. Sean would get a stand ovation. Keenan would get a stand ovation. Dave would get a stand ovation. And then sometimes we'd come out and talk to the audience. Yeah. And they'd just see us all talking and having fun on the stage. And then the whole show would get a stand ovation because, you know, they just appreciated. The, the the generations of comedy and love that the siblings have for each other. 
Um, that was a great tour. My brothers is just like, mm, darn. I make more than this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this because you said your top three was Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and Damon. Damon is one of those people. Damon is my. I can't say. Damon's my favorite. Uh, I love Eddie and Pryor like together, but Damon's my favorite because not just because he's my brother. But just I, I watched him develop as an artist as a child, and he was so damn good in stand up that it made me go, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'll never be how, as good as him. How do I and follow then, that? Yeah, and then I learned that I don't have to follow that. Mm-hmm. He's he's a blueprint, but you know, I have my own stories to tell, and from my own point of view, and I love that Damon could do characters brilliant characters mm-hmm. he could talk about his pain makes it funny and he do, he's done but some Damon, groundbreaking things damon doesn't lay down for anybody like he no. he is he is his own man that's why damon's not doing stand-up now he's like no this world's too judgmental i'm gonna say some dark shit <laughs> <laughs> And, and people gonna, gonna go to I'm gonna get our whole family canceled. I'm whole family canceled. <laughs> and I'm like, good. That's I can the, see that's, that. I I want that. I said I, we need that. And he'll come back. Damon's just like he's an artist. So I just let him have his space to be an artist. But I I know he loves it too much. And I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it look so delicious. He's gonna be like, I gotta get back there. I know my brother. <laughs> if if you having too much fun doing something, I'm one time we was on that tour. And I went over about 10 minutes. And that's like a no-no in comedy. You you do your time. The light hits you, you get the hell off the stage. Mm-hmm. I did over 10 minutes. And my brothers got mad at me. And he was like, okay, you want to go over? You're going to close next week. So instead of oh. opening, I had to close. And so all of them go on. <laughs> did they all go over? And they're supposed to do 20 minutes. <laughs> Each one did 45 minutes. Oh we God. was in Michigan and we was at a casino and these people were so drunk <laughs> by the time I went on. And I didn't have a closing set. A closing set, you got to have a whole nother like, story. Yeah. A whole nother energy. Man, I bombed that night. That was a hard, hard 20 minutes I did that night. They said you were. So up. then they said, they laughing. <laughs> the name of us. We're gonna do it again next week too. <laughs> in Illinois, so we're gonna Illinois, and I prepared a little bit better, and I knew they was gonna do it forty-five. So this time, I just paced myself, and mm. I changed my setup. I got a little deeper. I talked about new stuff, talked about relationships and sex and things that you do when you close. Mm. I got a standing ovation. I did 45 minutes. After they 45 minutes, I did an hour. <laughs> oh, wow. And they were all sitting there at the stage. And Damon goes, all right, I'm closing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Damon, is, Damon, but but you know, at the same time, Damon also listens to you. Even though you're the youngest, he listens to you because without you, we would have no Oswald Bates. Is that correct? Yeah, David, David, he got that from me when I was a kid. He was like, I just, me and Shai always do characters. 
Dame was like, that's a funny one. He said, I'm going to do it. He said, you're going to be too young. By the time you go to do that, that character be played out. I got a take. And I remember I was on my bed. And I was like, come on. He's like, learn this. Creativity never stops. Mm-hmm. It's just one of many. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I watched him do brilliant things with it. And, um, you know, it was a character we all kind of knew because he dated my sister. It was just <laughs> my, my first kind of impression. And I think, you know, it's... um. And you learn as a as a writer, right? You don't hold on to things, and it's great to see. And you take pride in seeing something work. Yeah. And you know, not everything you do is going to be for you, and that's that's what you really learn. Sometimes other people can do that way better and serve as justice. So you know, it's like basketball. You know, it's not just about you scoring. Let the whole team score. And I don't even want credit for that. Damon created a great character and did it justice. And lucky me for having the the young insight to be like, that's a funny character. Yep. Is T.I. the real version of Oswald Bates? No, he the hip-hop version. He is. He is. <laughs> him, and, him and Stephen A. Smith. He's the sportscaster version. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's it's an abomination. <laughs> it's indubious. What? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's get to some of your specials. Wokish, you know what it is. The headliners, which was like brilliant. I'm I'm glad you all chose to do that and bless us with that. That was beautiful. But I wrote online, and I know you love Chris. You said he's like a you know <laughs> mean stepbrother. But I wrote online that night when I watched the special. I said Chris was fire, but what Marlon did. Nobody saw coming. It was like a sniper who took out the guy who waited four years to ask the girl to prom. And finally, she came down the stairs and was beautiful. And as he walked out the door, it was a kill shot. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Right. I felt like we had all waited for Chris's response. And as soon as that came, you came and it was like, whoo, all the attention went over here. And not that it was a competition, but because you clearly said, I love all three of these people, you know, everybody, you know, is great, but this is what I do. And you, you wove in that history. Of yeah. I wasn't trying, trying to, to get you stuck uh, in. I wasn't, wasn't trying to snipe it, him. I, I wasn't trying to snipe him. Um, you know, I I'm love, saying for I love, us, we didn't see it coming. We didn't I see know, it coming. I didn't see it coming. Um, I just, I, that slap happened in my head went like this. And everything went like at one time. I just saw it. Normally you tour material for at least a year, year and a half. I toured that and wrote that on a stage in three months and filmed it in August, which that in itself has never wow. been like really done. And um, it wasn't him. It was about me. And I, mm-hmm. I honestly was not trying to add fuel to the fire. I was actually being a fireman and try to put the fire out because I think all of them, including Chris have to laugh at the situation because what we can't have in our community is a stain like that remain black people. We have the darkest skin, but the deepest bruises. And yeah. we, what we have to do is, you know, we have to do what the powerful people do, which is find ways to come together and not pull apart. And yeah. 
that that's what the strongest of communities do. And that's what we have to make it. I, I hope that we're an example as a family to our our community, to black people. Like, yo, that's a the family stay together. Now we fight, but that ain't y'all business. Right. That's between me and my brothers and me and my sisters and me and my siblings. But if you don't think we got a remedy and and, and fix and heal, because we're always gonna come out united and show love. And I think that one of the most powerful things that they could do is at some point come together. And I hope mm -hmm. that, but healing starts with laughter and looking at yourself in a funny way. And I just saw every angle. I was, a, I wasn't, I didn't have a, a real, like, I had no skin in the game except why I had three great experiences with all of them. So I could talk about it from an objective point of view and I'm black, you know what I mean? And I was out Oscar night and I saw everybody's reaction. Like everything was truthful. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, that, that was the first special I did, you know, um, my brothers of my hardest critics and Damon was, came to see me. And, uh, I think I was in West Palm beach. He goes, mm, that was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, Keenan asked, how was Marlon said? <laughs> Damon I hate to say it, the ugly was brilliant. Mm -hmm. And Keenan saw it. And he said, brilliant. And he said, what you did has never been done. You yeah. Them all. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen somebody take one topic and do a whole special from all those That's different angles. It was physical, it was funny, it was truthful, and it had a heart. He said, that was brilliant. And yeah. so, you know, that for me was 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 the win. Um, I think I'm a weird one. I've been around so long that the audience is just discovering, oh, he, he do stand up. Like they're just, <laughs> I'm growing in front of their eyes, but I'm gonna be one of those people who's like, yo, it's hard to go, yo, Marlon Wayans, because I've been Marlon Wayans. Yeah. So yep. some, most of the times, you grow for 30 years and then they find you. I've been growing in front of everybody's eyes for 30, 30 years. So yeah. they're rediscovering me. It's like Busta Rhymes and Nas, how they're having that second life. You that know, second I'm in win. my second win. Mm -hmm. Yep. What can people expect when they get here, when they come to your show here at the Improv in Milwaukee? Uh, the unexpected. Uh, they're going to see a great show. I guarantee you. I'm getting stand ovations on this uh, this new set. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, it's from the heart. It's 100% true. And it's real. And it's not about y'all. It's all about me. But I guarantee you that it's going to resonate with everyone. Well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I did. Good times. I'll see you in Milwaukee.